0: welcome to another episode of gear 30 on the blister podcast network i'm jonathan ellsworth the founder of blister and as always you can check out everything we are doing and reviewing over at blisterreview.com well here we are again at outdoor retailer snow show i guess this is our eighth or no this is ninth this is ninth now and i'm here with Lou Kappa, who you know from multiple Gear 30 appearances, Sam Shaheen, occasional host of Gear 30, (laughs) Uh, frequent guest on Gear 30 and general pain in my ass. No, just kidding. We love Sam. Sasha Anastas, who, again, not her first rodeo on the Gear 30 podcast, and Kristen Sinnott. So... We've just spent the past couple days doing our thing and making the rounds uh, at the trade show. And it is time to do our first group uh, debrief really. And so that's what you are getting here. So let's go ahead and start with trends. Just some of the things we're seeing here. And uh, Luke, why don't you go first?
1: Um, On the apparel side, we've kind of seen this coming for a few years, but more and more companies are adopting kind of like seamless body mapping styles of construction Um, adidas has a lot of interesting things going on with that from fleeces to base layers to even their like waterproof breathable shells Um, and that actually stemmed from their footwear which is kind of interesting and then um, holden came out with a base layer that's very similar to the patagonia merino air which we like a lot where it's constructed without any seams um they, they call it basically like 3D printing the garment, um, and they can switch between all sorts of different types of knits, so you can get breathable stuff under your arms and your back, um, warmer uh, knits, tighter construction over the shoulders and front. Um, they even managed to knit the word Holden across the back. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, and then, yeah, we, a few different companies are um, just trying to eliminate seams or bulkiness kind of in any way they can we've seen it with uh welded stuff in the past but now a few companies are doing like a quilted down jacket without any seams it's all um actually woven together um so it'll be interesting to see where that goes in the future but uh yeah the apparel scene was pretty cool nothing kind of revolutionary but more of an evolution towards more streamlined garments overall
0: well we'll debate the revolutionary thing in uh in outerwear, maybe in a minute here, okay. but uh, okay, Sam. Rather than I think this was last year when Sasha, I asked Sasha a question and she answered with eighty-three different things. <laughs> Luke just got the Sasha Award uh, for that.
1: It's all it all falls under
0: one. It's kind of right? section one A, one B. 1A, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Sam, do you have anything? Uh, I'll keep it brief. Keep it brief. Um, yeah, on on the floor this year, there's a lot more sort of pastel and retro colors than we've seen in the past. Hmm. Um, And actually, maybe that's not the right way to say it. Maybe there's just less neons. Like, there's not a ton of super bright, highly saturated yellows and oranges and electric colors. Um, We've seen it in apparel, we're seeing it in ski graphics. Um, Okay. Some exceptions, of course.
0: Of course, always, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the trend. Sasha.
3: Well, I think, uh, let's see, last year, the the ski lines, and I'm thinking women-specific, Um, Kind of uh, trended towards narrow and we saw a lot of the same uh, Women's ski lines stay the same because they were doing so well and just um, added even more narrow um, Skis in this year, Um, but just kind of expanding the the women lines that are doing so well um, This last year so that's exciting to see
0: Cool Kristen what do you got?
4: Uh, I don't know if it's really a trend because I haven't been to that many snow shows, Uh, but I know Carrie Tra just came out with like a knee length puffer pant, uh, which they pulled it out of a different line of their snow pants. Holden has a puffy jogger that's amazing. Um, And there are a few other companies that just have that nice layer, Um, Patagonia updated their nano pant, removed some zippers, um, made it even better, which... I like that since I only ski in shell pants. So and it was in Dusty Rose, which was a big color trend. Of the, Dusty <laughs> for Rose. Carrie Traw winning with the Dusty Rose. Uh, that was
2: your that was your color specific color trend. I specifically didn't say that because I thought Sasha was gonna say it. <laughs> okay. So Dusty Rose. Dusty Rose. I'll
4: come in with a win. Dusty Rose. <laughs> um, I've yes. never
2: is it, that's like
0: not a thing, is it?
4: Oh yeah. That's like. It's like a yeah. It's a. I mean, it looks nice. It does look
0: really yeah, nice. I, I actually loved it, but we're, it's called Dusty Rose. I
4: mean, or did
0: you I guys just that make color. that? It's kind of it's
2: kind of like a pastel pink, you know. The
3: cari car, called it a, more like a petal. Neutral. A petal is what she said that ah? it was in the industry. That's what they're calling it. Petal. Petal, or I think yeah. Which I thought Dusty Rose was far more specific. So I think I think that's a better.
0: Word. Oh, all right. Whatever. But, I'm confused. Who came up with Dusty, just out of curiosity, Dusty Rose, you read that somewhere? or I would, We started I don't you know. just started saying it. You just started saying Dusty Rose. I think okay. if you
4: see the color, it just comes to mind.
0: Okay, interesting. <laughs> this group is weird and tired and a bit hungry probably. So um, it's maybe a little bit of a stretch to call this a real trend, but it was noticeable. There... Thanks be to God. There was quite a bit of talk from a number of ski manufacturers this year about how they were putting weight back into stuff. And I think, I mean, let's be honest. I can I can't remember what happened like 365 days ago. We maybe talked about last year. I think I don't think we called that a trend. We just noticed that that happened a couple times in certain in certain skis, but this was, I think, a trend, or maybe they just know how maybe we lean a little bit, but um, it seemed like there were at least a handful of conversations uh, with ski companies where they specifically were talking about, you know, putting weight into stuff, um, making certain skis. For example, in the, you know, the Blizzard Rustler 10, um, that ski was made heavier intentionally, and um, I, I take that as a very good sign that there's hope for this ski industry um, that said I mean certainly in backcountry skis touring skis that's definitely not the trend everything is still going like wild light I mean so but I'm fine with that I'm I'm okay with seeing you know dedicated touring skis trending even like lighter than we've ever seen um, but I think for inbound setups the fact that a number of companies were, highlighting the fact that we're like, this is heavier than the last iteration or this new ski, like we weren't trying to just go as light as possible. Mm -hmm. So one more trend, I don't know, is this enough? I'll ask you guys, is this enough to call a trend? Like, I felt like I was seeing a lot of FR put on the end of skis.
1: I think we've seen it, well, I mean, we've got rangers from fisher yeah and then enforcer line yeah is now getting called free okay um
0: a lot of frees and free we got the the hoji free boot. so i don't
1: i think it's a like free touring free riding buzzword right now
0: yeah kind of like dusty rose yeah (laughs) it's like yeah, yeah they they came up so who is it, right? The color company that decides... Pantones, it, yeah. Pantones, yeah, yeah. Dusty
1: Roses, the color of 1920.
0: Yeah, and then there's like an analogous company in terms of <laughs> words that just decides what the words are going to be for 2019. And yeah, free or FR. Yeah. Cool. Well, we've got, uh, you know, traditionally in our Blister Awards, we do this Dying to Try It Award And so, but we're also gonna come in with the gear we were most tempted to steal award. So let's distinguish these this way. Dying to try it will not be as specific. So if there's a few things you wanna quickly touch on, like that's fair game for now, Um, but having just gotten off the floor, Luke, um, what are you particularly interested to go check out?
1: Um, So one product, which we actually have in hand already, Uh, is the Atomic Hawks Ultra XTD 130. Um, The whole XTD lineup is receiving some minor tweaks. They were already really good boots, but I think they will be better. The liners are getting beefier, which was one of our minor complaints. Uh, The buckles are getting switched. um, So instead of having that last latch on the buckles of the boot, or the latches of the boot, the buckle itself kind of folds open, kind of like the Zero-G boot. So you can keep it latched, on the tighter latch, but then just open up the buckle and walk with it still attached, With it, which I personally prefer. And then they switched to grip walk soles and um, switched out the power strap, um, keeping it around the same weight, but should ski and tour a little better. Um, I'll try and leave some for Sam because I know we have <laughs> a, a few where we overlap. Uh, I'll go with the Line Vision skis. Um, yeah, It's a new, what well, they're calling it, a free ride line, but they're coming, in, they're coming in at touring ski weights. The, there's a 108 and a 98. I believe the 183 108 is supposed to come in just over 1,600 grams. But the real kicker is, like, there are plenty of lightweight touring skis, but these Visions have a pretty symmetrical rocker profile and flex pattern. They're not super stiff. Stiff enough, I think, in the middle, but soft tips and tails, pretty deep rocker lines, and I think the mount point is, like, minus 4 or 5. Um, so I've kind of been waiting for an actually light uh, touring ski that is has a more playful shape, um, and these Vision skis look like they'd be a lot of fun. And they have um, a construction they're calling THC, uh, which <laughs> apparently stands for three different construction elements, aramid, uh, fiberglass, and carbon, which are supposed to kind of Cancel each other out in terms of the vibration frequencies, and in turn make the more the ski more damp for how light it is. But either way, I just like the shape and the flex of them a lot. Um,
2: eager to try them out. Sam, cool. Yeah, I'm also going to start with some line skis. Um, they have a new bacon and a new ski. They're calling the outline 115, and both these skis have um, concave or convex rather tips and tails. Um, so there's a little kind of like a little bulge out just in the, in, in the tip and tail. And I don't know, they talked a pretty big game about changing sort of the feel and the, 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 the way that the ski planes and slides across snow. So we're going to be getting on those. We're going to get them in hand here in a few minutes actually, and, um, be skiing them here ASAP. So I'm psyched to try out those. Another thing, um, is, uh, there's all these or all these, we, we saw two different insulated shoes. Full (laughs) Tilt is making a slipper. They're
1: everywhere. And Holden is making a
2: boot. And man, I want them. (laughs) Did you not get... I thought for sure... I didn't think there was any
0: way you'd be leaving this show without, like slippers stuffed under your jacket I'm, I'm gonna go try and steal some when we go back on, on the floor here in a minute. okay i guess we just answered the question of gear that you're most tempted to steal it's like booties no gear, i'm going to steal yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: okay. I'm, no, I'm gonna no go get it, it. <laughs> apologies to holden in full tilt they're the ones okay yeah, i shouldn't i shouldn't have said you it. shouldn't have said that yeah you really just incriminated Man, yourself <laughs> yeah um sasha
3: Oh, gosh, you guys, I'm on the line team too. The line Sakana, 16, uh, and 168, that's going to be a new length for them. I don't think they've made it um, as short in years past. So for me, um, I just fell in love with the line Pandora uh, last year, and um, I'm really excited to get on that in heavier snow. Um, so I think that that is my dying to try piece. I was also informed, and I, I don't know if this is new, but I I've um, was told by the head wrap that head uh, raptor. Their stiffest boot comes in a high cuff, small boot for one of my hiccups that I've had throughout the past few years. So I'm really excited to try the Head Raptor. Um, I believe a 140 RS even makes a, a small a 22.5 is what my boot size is. So I'm excited to, to get on that too. It's new information. I don't think it's new, but I'm going to get that information yeah. out there, because that's been one of our things that we've always uh, been up against. So
0: I hear those Raptors suck. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, what do you got?
3: Well, I'm going to go with
4: Sam De Holden. <laughs> um, I love their down insulation layers, their jogger pants, um, and their um, pullover, which is pretty sweet. I'm also, uh, I think I gave a best of award to the Scarlet Bib, Strafe Scarlet Bib, and they've made some slight improvements, and I'd love to try that out. Hmm. Uh, a little stretchier fabric, a little wider legs. Um, yeah, I think those were my... Hmm. And Kara did text me that she's dying to try the... Line the new line 104s. So wow, our pen. Yeah,
0: so. everything's coming up line. That's yeah. I, I. I can go again and do
2: some non-line.
4: <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> I, so I've got a. I've got a few, and I, I. do have to admit one of the. One of the things I'd listed was that line vision 108. Um, so what the hell is happening here? <laughs> but, um, but that that line vision 108. Touring ski, you know, more than anything, I just really like the, the shape of it. I obviously was a huge fan of the Line Tourist 102 a few years ago. That was a very traditionally shaped touring ski, and it was very good. I do agree that with the current shape of that Line Vision, it probably, not that I cared, but probably does make more sense to have that type of shape in the lineup from Line. Yeah. Um, so I think we're all going to be interested in that. Blizzard Brahma 82. I think personally, I've said, um, I think the Brahma is the best current ski that Blizzard is making. I also think it's one of the best skis being made. And um, to take that Brahma in an 88 and shrink it to an 82, it's still a shape where I think it will, it should, we'll see. I think it will bump up the hard pack carving performance uh, over the 88 Brahma, but it's also a shape that looks like it should still work really well in moguls. And so I think that's a pretty intriguing prospect there. Um, ski looks good. I'll keep it to three, so I mean, I, I we could definitely go on here, but that vocal is doing a wider mantra, uh, the mantra 102. Um, Flexing that 102 versus the M5 that we talked about you know quite a bit last year, the flex patterns are very similar. That 102 is a strong ski. It's a strong tail. And um, I don't know. honestly, I think for like poking around in some of the steeps and techy sections in Crested Butte in particular, that's just a ski that I'm very, very interested in. In checking out and um, it it looks good to me just all around weight and shape and the rest so I'll I'll keep it at that for now so we've hit on this a little bit gear we were most tempted to steal or
1: are still tempted to steal there's still time Luke what do you got Um, so mine comes with a caveat I would steal the Nordica Enforcer 104 free but it's currently in my car. It was given given to me a own free will, so I did not steal it, but I'm extremely psyched to get on that. Um, I think, I mean, given that we have the XTD 130 and the Enforcer Free, I think the Black Crow's Ferox Freebird, Mm -hmm. super interesting ski. Don't really, honestly don't know what to expect, but it's supposed to come around uh 1800 grams for like a 180 something low 180s uh so it's a touring ski but it's got a twin tail it also has really shallow rocker lines um deep but no shallow like the tip the tip rocker line is much shallower than i would have expected for a 110 underfoot ski um and then low tip splay too it's just a kind of odd rocker profile but it is almost symmetrical Um, And I'm always kind of looking for that more playful touring or 50-50 ski. And then they have this odd H-shaped carbon plate that looks really thick. Um, So it's supposed to kind of, similar to the K2 Mindbenders, not super torsionally rigid at the ends, but torsionally rigid underfoot. Um, and the flex pattern was, again, kind of similar to the Vision. Pretty symmetrical, fairly soft at the ends, but stiffens up smoothly. So it looks like a fun kind of freestyle touring ski, but mostly I just want to try it because I have no idea what it's going to ski like.
0: And by the way, that maybe would also have worked its way into our trends that we are now seeing more playfully shaped touring skis than I think it's fair to say ever before. Yeah.
1: I mean, it basically went from nothing to maybe like on the market now or will be on the market, maybe like three or four. Is that it? Or three or four three? like lines. Um, Collections. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. Sam, cool. booties. Yeah, just booties. I'm, I'm, shh, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> this podcast will come out later.
0: That's yeah. true. Figure That's true. You'll, you'll be long gone. <laughs> you and your booties <laughs> will have crossed. Try, just
2: try and catch me. You'll have crossed the Mexican border. and Yeah. No, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do some outerwear. So um, so I've been a huge fan of the R1 Tech Face fleece slash softshell soft shell from Patagonia, and they're coming out with a pullover version without front pockets, which is sounds freaking amazing because um, I leave that thing on constantly while I tour and there's no need to have the full zip or, or the lower pockets with the hip belt. So i um, very tempted to steal that for personal reasons. Uh, Patagonia also has a kit that is a new kit that's replacing the dissensionist from years past, which we've been huge fans of. And honestly, a lot of times when a new kit comes out that replaces something that we that we like, it's a very sad day. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I think today is actually a happy day because the Snowdrifter kit appears to be even better in yep. a, just about every way. All of our little a little our little gripes about the dissensionist appear to be addressed and um, it looks really cool. So I would steal that yeah
1: I think we were all on team steal
2: the snow drifter yeah
1: yeah and just yeah. make a run through the whole Patagonia booth basically <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> also um new outerwear company forward hmm. is coming out with their their first line of stuff next year and um it's 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 casual sort of street inspired um resort kind of stuff they have this pullover crew neck um hoodie that comes in a nice dusty rose. <laughs> <laughs> it's called petals, Sam. Well, it's, it's, more, it's more purple. It's more like
0: a, a lavender, I would say. So not, I, it's not like a dusty rose, but like a, uh, a rose that had Kool-Aid spilled on it or something? I think that's the exact name of the color, Kool-Aid actually. Rose. No, like yeah, I think Kool-Aid, it.
2: <laughs> Kool-Aid rose. I'm going to patent that. Yeah, so I'm going I'm to steal that, too.
0: Yeah. Sasha, what do you got?
3: I, I think I don't, if I were to get out of here with one item, it would certainly be the Smith 4D goggles. Hmm. Um, I think that uh, I have a terrible time finding goggles that are small enough for me, but those goggles, um, the lens actually wrap around uh, kind of on the, the bottom part of it, and they really fit any face uh, profile. So that would be my, my one make and go. I also fell in with the Patagonia uh, Macro Puff. Uh, I only tried on the small, so um, i probably have to go with an extra small, but that, that was a great piece too. On the ski side of things, um, uh, I would certainly uh, grab one of those Blizzard Black Pearl 82s. Um, they're throwing in uh, 82 in between their 88 and their 78. Um, so I think that's going to be a really fun ski for the front side. Again, I think it's going to be awesome in Moguls, and I, I'm just curious to see how that will expand that line for, for the women out there.
1: I do have one thing to add because I thought Sam was going to say it. Um, Prior's coming out with two narrower freestyle skis.
2: How have we not talked about this (laughs) Uh, yet? (laughs) Well, I thought you were going to. (laughs) I was assuming you were going to talk about it too. It
1: didn't make my list. (laughs) Well, uh, it's called the Northwest. They're going to come out with a a 100 underfoot and a 110. Um, It's a tiny bit softer than the CBC at the very ends, but still a very stiff ski and a pretty heavy ski. Uh, I think we were told the 190, 110, it's coming just over 2,200 grams, um, but still a freestyle rocker profile. The mount points moved a little bit back to, like, minus four, which I'm excited about. Um, and, I mean, based on our time on all the other prior skis, we're, I mean, we have very, very high hopes. So,
2: hopefully, we'll be getting on that soon so we don't have to steal it. Expectations couldn't be higher prior. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure's on. Kristen, what
0: do you got?
4: Um, Well, I think I already mentioned I was going to steal Holden stuff. Um, But also I I checked out some Santana boots, uh, which they only make women's boots right now. They're Canadian-designed, Italian-made, gorgeous, um, pretty good price point, uh, technical snow boots. Uh, And I would definitely make off with a pair of those or two. And since Lyndon is here, who's five months for... Anybody listening out there?
0: Little Linden. They
4: make glare-ups for babies, and I love those slippers. I don't know if you guys are familiar, the uh, wool uh, slippers. I think we featured them in a, a buyer's guide, or um, gift guide in the past, but they make them for his size, and uh, I've taken him skinning a few times, and he comes back with cold feet, so excited to put those on him. So.
0: Hmm. I'm going to answer the the gear that I was most tempted to steal. I was thinking about what I actually had the most sort of visceral reaction to right, when I saw it, which I think is a fair, fair way to answer the question. And interestingly, um, that DPS Koala 119, which I'm not even sure ex- if that's exactly what they're calling it, yeah, the it DPS, Koala, DPS Koala 119, that thing we saw in a 184, and it was pretty heavy. And I, I just like lit up. And I think that ski as a, you know, it's 119 underfoot, so pretty wide. But as a pow ski and kind of pow and chop, but also a shape that I thought could handle hitting like a steeper, techier, wind scoured section. I don't know. It, it looked like a pow ski that I would want to take out in Crested Butte. Which is
1: funny because it's not designed for you at all this no. is like this is like their ski like all right we're finally making a ski for our freestyle riders so they can nose butter and spin off everything but it was stout I yeah mean, that, it's
0: not a soft ski it's not a soft ski it's I don't know I mean that that thing that could easily go in the dying to try it you know award but that thing looks really interesting and uh there was that I mean I think we already talked about the the Nordica enforcer 104 and you know we we were definitely interested in checking that out but since it's already in hand this new fisher ranger 94 fr um we are big fans of the the ranger 102 fr and the 94 is a strong ski like flexing it that shovel is strong that tail is strong it's not super light it's not super light it, it does not look like they deviated far at all from that 102 and um so you know look if there's a if there's a narrow, narrower version of that 102 that kind of performs, you know, kind of has that same performance envelope, that, that will be a not something I'm going to be mad about that uh, has come into the world. So Weirdest thing we saw. We had some consensus on this one. Does anybody want to speak to the weirdest thing we saw? Sasha?
3: Families more than 10 wandering around in hot yellow and pink neon snowsuits.
0: Yep. With Lang hats on. Lang hats. And we, I, our get, we don't know who the company is, which kind of means your whole thing failed. Like we don't know what you do. I don't know who you were. You were really weird. You were dressed in bright colors. There you, was a ton of you. There were a ton of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so.
3: With that said, you guys look like you were having a really good time. They did. So all the like, more to you, yeah, right? You guys were having just, a blast. So, yeah, but, you should get a booth next year.
0: Yeah, but you think, like, to go through all that trouble, maybe they were
1: just a big, happy family. I mean, that's, I guess... I think they were. Okay.
3: Wasn't that on the back of their snowsuits, the big, happy ski family?
1: Said something about family. They're, like, impossible to miss, but also impossible to figure out why they were there. Yeah. Anyway, well,
0: either props or, you know, I don't know if that's a props award or fail award. I don't know what it is, but it was a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Did we actually take any pictures
1: Uh, I'm sure they're in the background of, like, half of (laughs) us.
0: Okay, perfect. Um, Swagger Award. You know, this will come up when we do finalize our Blister Awards, and and we're still sifting through some of this, but I'm taking this one because on the Swagger Award front, I'm not going to name any names, uh, but I had a conversation with, I, I believe it was a rep from Stokely, And this dude was stoked for sure. (laughs) Uh, I hadn't, it it definitely, it definitely won by a long shot. There was no other person from a company or any product copy that I saw that got remotely at the like energy drink slash cocaine level of (laughs) stoke that this dude had. And uh, I hope you're listening to this. Like I said, I wouldn't name any names. Uh, If you are, you know who you are. And um, basically, we are hoping to uh, get on some Stokely skis this coming spring, you know, or winter. And I have just been told that it, mine mine's will be blown, like, just, like, across, you know, across the Rocky Mountains. So, uh, anyway, that's it. Stokely. Cool. Stokely for the win. We've talked a decent amount about apparel and outerwear. Are there, like, one or two pieces that
1: ought to come up on that front? Um, I mean, two brands that I have never personally, like, really gotten excited about, Spider and Obermeyer, um, both brought some different things to the table than we've typically seen from them. Obermeyer has uh, this kind of heritage collection where they literally went back to their designs from, like, the 60s and basically just brought them back with modern materials and it's very, very different from everything we've seen from them for the past like decade, I think. And then Spider is uh, putting together what they're calling their free ride collection. Um, and it's also very different. Not quite as much crazy color blocking and stripes and lines everywhere. Doing some different colors, some more neutral stuff. Um, and basically just that collection is giving them the opportunity to kind of go in a different direction without... Um, losing their kind of brand recognition in their standard line Um, and they've brought on some really cool athletes um, like Bobby Brown to help kind of foster that so yeah I'm interested to see uh, where they go with those collections in the future because I would love to see some more diversity from them cool
0: Sasha, what did you have on the outerwear slash apparel front?
3: So this uh, one thing that stopped both, uh, well, all three of us, Kara, Kristen, and myself, and I, I think Sam disagrees with us, but the Ordovox had um, these zip-down uh, wool pieces. Uh, they are hoodies, and they had a thicker, more neutral-colored wool fronts. Um, they were eye-catching. They would be great as a layer under uh, ski wear or as a casual layer out and about. Um, they just were really appealing and, and aesthetically, they they uh, they seemed like they'd be a really nice style piece to add to the closet.
0: Kristen, what do you got?
3: Um, I'm going back to strafe
4: again, and the Scarlet and the Meadow Jacket have that updated fabric, but also their colors are great. They have a dark camouflage paired with the dusty rose. I'm gonna keep <laughs> mentioning it. It looks gorgeous on the models. One other thing uh, was the new line from Patagonia, the Snowdrifter, and that replaces the Dissensionist pants, mm-hmm. which I they, I, they were, Dissensionist pants for women were slightly different than the men. Um, didn't love the fit as much as some other pants, but the new, the Snowdrifter are now gonna have like a, a short bib, which I think is a really nice update. Um, so I'm excited to, to get on those too if we get a chance.
0: Okay.
1: Let's do quickly best graphics. Do we have any favorites? Um, I thought Armada's line overall was really strong, um, mostly in terms of of its diversity. Uh, So the Zero Collection, they are bringing, well, first of all, they're going to make more of those skis and they're going to be more readily available. Um, But they went with kind of a minimal kind of modern graphic, Uh, not much going on on the Zero skis. But then uh, the new tracers and trace skis look really cool. Um, it's almost they're almost similar to like what the moment meridians are this year. Almost like I don't really know how to describe it, but we'll have pictures on the site. Would you say dusty rose? No, there was no dusty rose okay. in those. Um, the Invictus and, and Invictus are pretty similar to last year, um, but they're both really clean. And then their signature series, which is the Idolo, B Dog, and Magic J. They hired the guy that did the artwork for Goosebumps, the series, to do theirs, and they are there's something else. They're, they're they're wild. They're yeah, they're wild. But I think across the board, they have they have a lot of different categories like clean, complicated, modern, really unique in the signature series, and all of them I think are done pretty well, which is kind of rare for companies. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, so my favorite graphics uh, were Faction's Candide. Mm-hmm. I love the like, matte finish and the just kind of old-school gradient stripes on them at uh, the a diagonal. they all different colors for the um, different um, collection, but they, they stood out to me. And they have matching poles, which I think is amazing. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, it doesn't work for everyone, but I would totally go with that. That was so. a
0: polarizing question. <laughs> to, matching poles to skis or, or not? Um. Did you have?
3: Yeah, I do. So, um, again, Line Pandora had amazing graphics, but I'm not going to beat a dead horse. (laughs) So, uh, and maybe this is a dead horse in and of itself, but the Solomon Stellas in a dusty rose. Um, Nice. The three of us were like, whoa, that's amazing.
0: I think for best graphic for me, honestly, I'm actually giving to the Venture Paragon snowboard. Hmm. That... That was one of my favorite things I saw actually at the show. And so I actually took some photos of that one, which I don't really think the photos do it justice, but we'll we'll try to get that into the the best graphics section. But yeah, I think that one for me it just was beautiful. And they're running variations on that graphic on like three different boards, but I believe it's just the standard paragon in particular that I, I just like that is gorgeous and. Shout out to Colin. Colin is the, is the graphics designer for Venture and, and um, it's a beautiful, beautiful board. So come on ski industry, like step your yeah. game up here.
1: Now that you mentioned snowboards, Prior had a new graphic on yep. um, one of their boards and on the Northwest skis, that yep. was really cool. It was a, I think it was like smoke, flames, all black though, with some skeletons and it was almost holographic, like you tilted it and you could see certain stuff. It looked really cool, especially on the board.
0: Yeah, and I liked a few of their other, mm-hmm. I mean, they were doing some other cool things with graphics, too. So, yeah. Should we leave it at that for now? Anything we failed to, well, whatever we failed to address, we'll, uh, we'll have, we'll have an upcoming, yeah, yeah, we'll have some upcoming opportunities. But those are our first initial raw thoughts on some of this. Um, I don't think any of us would claim that we are firing on all no. cylinders. Raw,
1: sleep-deprived, hungry thoughts.
0: Yeah, have eaten some really weird food, really weird food the last several days. Uh, But, you know, there you go. Still, good to see all of you, and thanks so much for the work you guys have done at yet another show. Let's now go test a bunch of stuff. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you all very soon, so take care.